Orange on Halloween Though we expect you to win it all We have the grace to tell ourselves Again our often stalled They crawl out of the woodwork And they whisper to our brains Play calls like a treadmill And they make us curse your name Like he doesn't want to win Never knowing who to blame When the loss sets in And I would have liked to throw To one of the kids Matt's offense burnt out Long before the red zone ever did but his play sheet died of dysentery three and a half years ago. Oh boy, that was a waste of three hours that I will never get back. Welcome to another Red Hot Zerg Dogs. We'll talk about Sunday's debacle against Tom Brady and the Bucks. And we'll preview Bears 49ers. Halloween afternoon, that's going to be red hot on the lakefront. Hams and spreads, Toffee's Corner, Fantasy Corner, Big Ten Minute, Illini with a huge win. That's the headline we should all remember. Zerk Dogs, buckle up. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero dykes. Zero dykes. Zero dykes. Oh man, another victory Monday for us to celebrate another Big Bears win. Ah, uh, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, I got confused with last year's Thursday night victory. What year is this, Dan? How the Bears do on Sunday? Not well. I didn't see most of it, so you're going to have to fill me in, buddy. I think right. it was close. Ish. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh great. Yeah. We're a real, a real rib nibbler, as they say <laughs> in the business. <laughs> Is that something people say? In a the rib, rib business. <laughs> <laughs> Are those like rib tips? Oh, big time. Salami bites, you might say. Buddy! Oh. Let's do it. Okay, let's get into it and talk about the greatest quarterback the NFL's ever seen, Justin Fields. This is Zero Dykes. I love you, Bears. 13 and 4, Super Bowl City. Justin Fields is the man. Do we have a real one? Do we have a real number one? To making the decision to move with Justin as a starter. Let him grow. This is Justin's time. Justin Fields! 
who's your cop for Justin Schuyler Fields? Like, who does he remind you of? Ooh, wow, good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. I was just home, yeah, with, with my dog, Uno, watching the film last night. Let him grow. This is Justin's time. Let him grow. Every time I pass, like, a homeless person and I have, you know, cash in my um, car, I, I always give it to him. Please, Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here. He is risen. He's here. He's Jesus Christ. He's Jesus Christ in uh, in football form. Drafting so Justin Fields is gold. Justin, you stirred up some controversy when you got into it with some Alabama fans after the game and said, I'm going to the NFL. Y'all have fun marrying your cousins. Welcome back. Zero Doinks, Justin Fields is gold. Uh, Dan, first question. Did you cash out on your Justin Fields Rookie of the Year DraftKings tickets? Go. No, I did not. Uh, I went to you, mm-hmm. Rick Fieldsman. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a sharp gambling sharp. Yeah. And asked if I should cash that out because I really was considering it. They mm-hmm. were going to give me about... 65% of my wager. So I was like, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Uh I did not. You guys said that's a solid bet. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. going to he's he's look going to turn it around. He's going to yep. look great. Yep. Uh spoiler alert, Bill, as we sit here Monday night, there's no longer a cash out option. Well, that's regrettable, but not for you for DraftKings because yeah. JF1 will bounce back and he will get that rookie of the year nod. It's just a matter of time. Uh, I was hoping the bounce back was going to come against Tampa. Don't call it Tampa Bay. Didn't happen. A few too many turnovers. Just a mm-hmm. bit turnovery. Very rookie He's still healthy somehow. He's taking a lot of shots. There were some decent moments. Mm, not as many as the prior week. Uh I just kind of want to fast forward from Sunday in general, but Dan, any thoughts? Last time we talked, you weren't sure if you were going to watch the game back. Did you watch it back? Do you have any thoughts on Justin Fields' performance? I watched most of the first half. I was running around. We had an event, and I legitimately was going to watch it back today, and you steered me away from it. So I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to do it then. So you're going to have to fill in some blanks for me, and I tried to do that with uh, callers on the radio, once again on fire. <laughs> yes. uh, there was a strong contingency today of callers of JF1 sucks, the whole like Ohio State quarterbacks oh, always God. are terrible, that sort of thing. So did not watch. I mean, I, I was at the game was on where I was at and I was watching it off and on. And yeah, he looked bad from what I saw. I mean, I, right from the get go, though, do we those. We had the two worst tackle performances, maybe, oh that I've ever seen. And yes. and that's just, I mean, that Tampa, Tampa, Tampa mm-hmm. huh. they, were, they were scheming for that. We're like, we're just fucking going at them, and they're not going to stop us. And in true Bears fashion, it seems like it's like, well, I guess we're fucked. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, I think, you don't even need me to fill in the blanks there. That's how I felt. It's like, it felt like the Browns game all over again, basically, where it's like, okay, this is happening to us. Um, you're allowed to respond. You're allowed to do what you did really the prior two weeks for the most part. I don't know. I I just don't understand. I mean, 
Tampa's defense is pretty good. I know they're a little beat up going into that game, but they have and will continue to get pressure on any quarterback, especially a team that would have tackles, and we don't have any tackles. <laughs> right. So that's, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that in the in the review more about the tackles, but it does go hand-in-hand hand with, with uh, you know, giving fields more than 2.2 seconds to process something. He's not processing things quickly. We've talked about that before. It was evident again on Sunday. He's just He's just not. He's thinking too much. He's waiting just half a tick too long to to tuck and run when he does make that right decision. It's just a little bit too late, it feels like, where he's costing himself uh, his himself a few yards. Yeah, I, there was nothing, honestly nothing that happened that should make anybody feel good, but I also don't think there's anything that should lead you to believe that he's necessarily going to suck. He it, it anything that would the conclusion that should be reached though probably not the rookie of the year <laughs> so sorry Dan <laughs> sorry about that buddy it's all right I think what he he accounted for five turnovers right three interceptions two fumbles and I think he one of the fumbles that he had was recovered either way that's it seems to be a strong feelings one way or the other amongst Bears fans of who should get the blame. It seems like everyone should get the blame, and JF1 yeah. definitely is a part oh, of that, yeah. and that's sure. very sloppy play. Do you think that he should be benched this no. year? No, no. I'm actually with Dan Pompey on this. He, uh, I'm going to quote Dan Pompey in a, oh, in a sincere way for the first time. First time ever. He, Dan Pompey, not Dan Doinks, he mills these in so hard. I think I've told you that before, like his post game crap. It's just so lazy. But I do think, I do think he's right about this. He said the only way for Justin Fields to grow is to play. You can't develop a quarterback in a bubble. There's nothing fragile about his mindset. So having him play the entire game was logical. And I feel that way about the rest of the season. I don't know that he's going to last the rest of the season without getting injured, unfortunately. And if he does, hopefully it's nothing major. But man, I don't know how somebody can take as many shots i don't think he'd be like so fragile where if you if you did put dalton in it would necessarily hurt him but at this point i'm just like just get like get the process like it's we've talked about it before the processing he he cannot improve on that unless he's playing and learning that way i feel like that's his major negative right now so there's only one way to figure it out and that's to get your ass kicked unfortunately yeah, he's got to get as many snaps as possible. He's really got to figure out how to get rid of the ball a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. so he's still just having that problem of – and was that actually a knock of him coming out of Ohio State? He's just holding on to the ball too long. I I, I don't know if that's actually true or not, but yeah, he's, he's got to figure it out. But, yeah, there's no point in playing Dalton. I was, I was actually worried when I would look up in the second half that I was going to see Dalton in there, and that's just – it's just unnecessary. I mean – yeah. We're not we're not winning the goddamn Super Bowl this year, so just try to protect him as much as you can yeah. while keeping him on a sharp learning curve and, and he's getting something out of all of these games. But yes. That's that's embarrassing what happened Jesus. Sunday. Did you read what um with the first the first pick that he had where apparently one of the coaches said there's 12 guys on the field snap the ball and get in and yeah. that's what yeah what who's, is that laser? what who is that uh, right would that be yeah, laser if that's laser know. can could somebody check his eyeballs 
are they are they connected to what's like huh he's in the press box for that for that reason to be able to to be able to see something like that right and make the right call i don't well, i don't even I, know I where think, that came from that's just no, weird i don't either but i think this goes back to what happened last week when he thought that there was an offsides penalty it's like you you physically have to look for a flag i mean i think that's what rogers does that's what brady does when they get these guys to jump so just blind i mean he should know by now you shouldn't trust anything these coaches tell you so <laughs> but i when did we I, I when did we snap the ball was it really early in the the play clock because don't they I re- shut it I, off I, yeah. I think they I, shut it off like halfway through or something along i thought that that's what they used to do so if yeah if they told them there's 12 men on the field and then we just waited like an extra 10 seconds for them to get that 12th guy off the field, you just figure that out. So that would sound, I, that would be very bears if that's what happened. Very I, bears. I refuse to watch it back to, to answer your question, Dan. So I don't yeah. know the answer. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we're, we're the top. We're, this is why people come to zero dorks for our very vague recollections. <laughs> and one half of the podcast saw only one half of the game pretty much. So Thank you if you for if you've made it this far. Uh, we we appreciate it. And we love you, and we're sorry. But we do have the best full game reviews, which we'll jump into in the next segment, and an award winning preview of this upcoming Sunday's game against the Forty ers Dan, thank you for your efforts in not watching the game back. I greatly appreciate it, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you for saving me the time and effort that would have just pissed me off. So I owe you one. Give Dan the cash out button, DraftKings. Zero ducks. Fuck you, Jamar Chase. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Give me a lake that I can dive into. Bury my head in the shit at the bottom. Fuck today. Fuck Tampa Bay Box. Fuck you, Maneki. All you see is just orange. You, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Dan and Phil here. How are you? I don't think I've I don't think I've introed a segment like that ever. I just wanted to try it out for size. Um, we are the greatest analysts of any game you've ever seen, as Dan was alluding to last last segment. If this is your first episode and you came here for some hard hitting facts, well, you might get those because Dan did some research. Um, but as he also said, he didn't really watch the game. I kind of watched with one eye open, at least in the second half. Um, any takeaways, Dan, from from <laughs> from your perspective? 
Well, I think we're the first NFL team to go down 21 nothing in the first half this year in the NFL. I mean, it's it's almost yeah. like we're trying to pile up embarrassing stats and and uh and shit that people can put on Twitter. It's like, well, let's just keep outdoing ourselves with I mean, that was that was horrible. I mean, the fact that we lost by 35 and not 85 is is probably a win to be honest. What well, was three zero and that was the second half scoring i mean yes that that's actually was my first thought after the game was matt Nagy's going to take credit for like doing better in the second half and that's going to be a problem and that's going to trickle all the way up to like mccaskey like oh they fought so much harder mm-hmm. but i think in reality at least from what i read didn't quite watch all of it was the bucks kind of struggled in the red zone right they we they yes. We sort of, they sort of let us off the hook to a certain extent, but um, you know, as expected, Brady shoved it up our ass immediately, yes. and yes, not not it wasn't surprising. No, he went for the jugular. I couldn't believe he was still out there in the beginning of the fourth. Like, although I <laughs> I believed it from like his perspective, there's no way he would have wanted to come out. But man, it's why risk getting that dude hurt in a game that you were just murdering the bears but i guess on the flip side of that i don't think we touched them all day i think we were somewhat close two different times for sacks i think that's about it Khalil mack was a mystery uh robert quinn gave matt Nagy covid apparently and on and on we go uh yeah the defense i can't be too mad at them they had a short field for many of the games thanks to five turnovers as we talked about before uh yeah special teams gave a short field to to brady at one point too just to just to further add on yeah awesome they could have they could have scored what do you would you say like 85 points something like 85, that they, yeah 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 they could have they could have done that thank you for not doing that i guess although at that point i was like just bring it out what the fuck's the difference i i had in um i realize it's not hams and bread but I had a same game parlay that involved Bears plus twenty one and a half going into the game, <laughs> and I thought that that seems pretty safe. Like three touchdowns, come on, not safe at all. That thing that got blown through all. halfway through the second. Jesus Christ, we it, suck. We suck. You talk about uh, the short field part on the like on special teams. There's like a part of me that wants to just say, I told you so on the punt coverage shit that I mentioned in preseason. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to take credit for it. Like, that's just fucking lame. Like, who's, I'm going to die on that hill that our punt coverage is terrible. But I, I had to laugh in the first half. That was the first punt. And he, mm-hmm. it was, they immediately returned it like 60 some yards. And I yes. want to say, didn't they say that was the longest punt yes. return? Yeah, of course it was. Season? Of course like, it was. Yeah, why I'm would like, it be? I was like, "Oh, your old pal Danny called it," and I'm like, "It's it's where Gabe's seven. Like, what? I, it hasn't been no, that bad." But I think it, I think about it every time <laughs> the opponent receives a punt from us. I think don't don't let him go far because Dan. Although I usually do want you to be right, in this case, I want you to be wrong. It's dumb. I it's love really it. dumb. It's so. I great. think I think I've, I've I've overthought it. I think Pat O'Donnell's just. I don't think he's getting enough height on him. Like, I should look that up. He seems like these guys are all catching it with a lot of... Why are we talking about this? This is fucking <laughs> stupid. That's not why we lost the game. 
Because <laughs> of one punt return? One punt return. 60 yards. I love it. Yeah. I love it so I, much. I mean, I guess uh, Herbert, we're still running the ball. Like, I don't know how that's possible. We had the most yards. The Bucks gave up the most yards on the ground. Yeah. Don't know how that's possible. And thank God, because, I mean, what would have happened if that was a problem as well? So, yes. I mean, Khalil Herbert, I guess, is sort of like a bright spot for, for this team. I mean, Cole Komet with at least one bad drop that I saw, but he was somehow oh. our leading receiver <laughs> with five yeah. catches and 43 yards. I mean, these stats are like like watching like an Army-Navy game. They're so fucking pathetic. It's just it's, unre- it's just fucking unreal that how terrible we are. And, you know, it just kind of rolls into like, what what are we doing with, with Nagy? I mean, a, a normal What's organization would have just said, just get the fuck out of here. And yeah. it's, he's just, he seems just lost. Like, I don't understand any of his post-game stuff. And I don't know if we, I don't know if we've moved on from the game, if we need to cover anything else, if we want to move into the extra, like, dumb yeah. coaching bullshit. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned Khalil Herbert. Does he get the uh, Zero Doinks Cornish yeah, player of the week? Yeah, just give it to him. Yeah, three in a row, three, three in a row. Oh, Thanksgiving's around the corner, Dan. Thank you so much for an honor. Three weeks in a row. Thank you for not vetoing the fans and eggs. Don't shoost me. I don't taste as good as a turkey. My bones are weak and they smell like eggs. Not fans and eggs. Regular eggs. Don't shoost me. I'm a Cornish and I'm classy. Why do the bones smell like eggs? Um, Is that a part of their diet? Well, it could be. <laughs> It they say no be. more. You hit me with a great whelp, and that's yeah, it. Let's just yeah. end it there. Yeah, there's no real explanation. But, yeah, big picture, you, you're talking about how Nagy is lost. Um, it's just not It's it's just not working. <laughs> it's just no. not working. <laughs> yeah, get the- him the hell out. It's like he's going to cause injury to Fields, I think, is, is a concern that you've shared many a time just because he's so fucking stubborn at sticking to whatever he thinks works, even though it clearly doesn't on offense. But even beyond that, it's like I can't imagine these players want to play for him anymore, right? Especially the defense. Right. I, I you just get them out. Get them out. Well, you know, the I don't you can't like just ignore the Jalen Johnson thing that happened last week after we recorded him posting uh on Instagram the getting a fine and complaining that they're fine him. I don't even know what it was. A minute late or and you just that just shows the level of dis like disrespect that they have for Nagy that he would post that and that Nagy would back it up by saying oh he's a leader or whatever stupid shit he said after he just sort of like let it go you know that's just he is no like the culture that they brag about and think is so great like he's literally offering zero value he can't even like contain his own players his second year cornerback who's publicly like calling you out for finding him for being late it's like wh- it was a dumb move anyway but the bears just sort of were like oh no he's one of our guys and you know this whole thing with Nagy after the game saying they're they're they've gotten a lot closer in the last 24 to 48 hours which is fucking hilarious now that he has covid it's like well that's probably why you got it you're way too close so <laughs> Just just knucklehead shit all around. Um, 
And and I you know I heard this on the well I I didn't even I didn't see this part. Bilal Nichols got thrown out of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Throwing a punch at somebody's helmet. Yeah. So that's that that's the fifth player that's gotten thrown out in his tenure, the mm-hmm. most of any other coach. Just that's another, just that's a red flag that he has no control over this team. He doesn't hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's you know second year cornerbacks not afraid of him. Just calling him out publicly. So, I tell me one bright spot, Matt Nagy's one thing that he's bringing to this team and. You, you can't no no he uh yeah he used to be like yeah like you said used to be oh yeah he's this great culture guy great ceo type you know and i don't if he's ever going to become a good head coach in his life it's not going to be here and it's not going to be no. now and a guy like that probably needs to get his ass fired to, to wake up a little bit and realize that you don't have all the answers and that you're not andy reed uh rest in peace this is, is he, is he still around? Um, Chiefs are dead, but anywho, wow. yeah. Uh, no, Matt Nagy, I can't believe we got to put up with another 10 weeks of this. And there's no way he's brought back next year. Is there, like, even if we somehow got the seventh seed again, just out of default, because I don't see that happening necessarily, but... That can't be he, – he can't be. You can't trick George and Ted again because of that, oh, can you? Well, <laughs> Wait I a minute. no idea. Yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. The, God damn it. It's, it's just <laughs> – I, it's, it's exhausting. You know, we – Rodgers fucking embarrassed us last week, and then Brady piled on before we even played him, and then they – and then Brady shoved it up our ass, and there's, yeah. like, no – Nobody seems to care. We just take it, and we don't say, like, well, fuck you, fuck you. It's just like, well, we'll just pretend it didn't happen and just make no comment of it, and we're going to have one other guy get fucking thrown out of a game, and it's just there's no there's no balls on this team at all. No, there's no, no. There's just nothing there. It's just dead. He's a dead man walking, so just put him down and get him out of his misery. Yeah, I mean, some of his quotes after the game yesterday are exactly that. It's like, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta play damn near a perfect game to stay in a game like this. It's like it's a fucking NFL, man. Like anything can happen week to week if that's your attitude, which it does feel like it is. Like he just, yeah. he he just concedes, it, like, which is so confusing because he thinks he's the smartest guy in the world. So you'd think a right. guy that arrogant would would be able to stick in a game that you're you're uh, a 12 and a half point dog or whatever it landed on but oh god i just hate i hate this guy and i want him out <laughs> i want I think him out he, he needs to take the uh, page out of uh, your boy uh burt burt bielema brett bielema i mean coming oh, up soon he, he coming up soon i mean i think Nagy just wants to be best friends with all these guys he doesn't want to hold just call out guys for being for not doing their job, and he seems to want to shoulder all the blame for every little thing, which it is. He does get a lot of blame, but man, these are these are professionals, and they're fucking terrible. They're fucking terrible, and it's he wants to let them hide behind him. Well, it's like, all right, well, you take all the bullets and you get the fuck out, and let's get someone in here who actually will hold these guys accountable and call them out to their face and also publicly when 
nothing else is working. So yeah. uh, can I share with you my favorite caller of the day today on – there actually were two back-to-back. I so, wish you would. Please. All right, this is on the score today, which I don't – I try to avoid, especially after a loss because it's just – that's knucklehead city starting with Haw, Mully and Haw Ugh. themselves. But so I actually turned on the game last or turned on the score last night. And w- what is Mully doing? Does he not have a life? He's like on pregame and postgame on Sundays at on the score. But I immediately turned it on and he was complaining about how all of his teams were so bad yesterday. It was very confusing to me because uh, he's a huge uh, Man U fan and they got smoked yesterday. And he's like, I got my Man U shirt on, as you could see. To somebody who was sitting there, no, you're on the radio, dumbass. We can't see that. And why would we care after a Bears <laughs> loss? But there were two callers today, and the, how it went is Mully, you know, Mully obviously reads a recap of what the guy's going to say, right? The caller. And he says, he, Mully just to give, but he just went, all right, here's so and so, you know, Bob from Cicero. This guy starts rambling on about how Olin Krutz needs to be the head coach. Oh, Jesus. Tom Thayer needs to be the offensive line coach. And Brian Erlacher needs to be the defensive line coach. Why specifically Erlacher needs to be the defensive line coach, but Olin Krutz as a head coach? And Mully at first was like, yo, he's a family man. And then Mully, you know, doing his whole thing where he's talking mm-hmm. himself, 100% talked himself into it. He's like, you got to make that call. Like the Bears need to call Olin Krutz to see if he's interested in coaching. He's just no. not a coach. No, he's not a coach. No, and the only no, he's not. And he is he before the season he was credited, and I use that word very loosely, for getting Sam Mustafer up and ready and you know rolling like he worked with him one on one, which is also pretty weird. Sam Mustafer sucks. He's <laughs> really, really bad. I mean, it's not Olin Krutz's fault that he sucks. But you didn't coach him up then. Stay away from my bears, Olin. Stay post, stay pregame and post with Mully where you belong. That's Mully being afraid to say that's a bad idea because Bingo. he's got to hang out with Olin every weekend. He just you're so right. He just didn't have to lean into it so much. Like mm-hmm. oh, the Bears, they got to make that call. No, they don't. They should call real coaches because we currently don't have guys who are actual coaches. Let's definitely not call a guy who is an overrated center for the Bears. And if that offends you. You should go back and watch film. He was very overrated. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's, that's hard to say with actual Bears fans because they, for some reason, put that guy on a fucking pedestal, and I never understood it. So keep him away from my Bears coaching staff. Dumb knuckle. And there were back-to-back callers suggesting Cruz should be the head coach, though. I mean, well, if why? Because one, he if called you... out Aaron Rodgers in the media. Is that why that we're getting ourselves in a lather? The yeah. Get... They get like Mike Singletary then at that point. Like if, if you want that meatball, like <laughs> at least he's yeah. worn a headset. Not, I don't want that. I'm not advocating for that. But shut Okay. Shut I love up. Bears fans, but knock it off. Yeah. Knock it off. I The the best part was, er, and maybe the guy misspoke, but he said Erlacher's D-line coach was my, that was my favorite. That's great. So, That's great. Uh, yeah, that that was the best, best from the radio today. So fuck the Bears. God damn it. That was all awful. And it was cold and it was rainy. I it mm-hmm. just I was I'll be honest, Bill, I was worried about you yesterday. You were 
The answers were pretty short via text. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mood was very sour, and I checked in with you today just with a mm-hmm. quick, how we doing? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you pretty much confirmed not very well. <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly, I'm doing better than after the Packers game. That one hurt more just because I really had talked myself into a W there. Yeah. This one, this one just made me sad, like how far away we are from – what appears to be the best team in in football? No offense, Cardinals, but holy shit, the Bucks, the right. Bucks are slapping right now. But we should not be that far behind. That's pathetic. Right. Right. Well, can we talk about one random thing from the game? The of guy course. who uh, I did see this when it happened. With Mike Evans gave the football to the guy in the stands at Brady's six hundredth touchdown. And Romo and Nance were like really fired up about it. Yes. And and Romo and they this ESPN 1000 was hammering Romo about it today. Basically, said the guy should ask for a night with Giselle. And basically, basically, yeah. it was mm-hmm. really creepy, mm-hmm. really creepy. Mm-hmm. And I when he said that, I was like, did he really just say like he should try to fuck his wife to get this football back? And he was like, Tom Brady will do it. Yep. He did. He said something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, he'd, he'd be up, which makes me want to know a lot more information because yeah, he was so. very confident sure. in, in that response. Yeah, uh, Nance and uh, Romo were very weird yesterday. It's like they were high or something. It was kind of fun. They're real giggly. They uh, they could not stop making fun of the Bears. Like, no. it was – I've never heard something like that before on a national telecast. Rightfully so. Totally deserved it's like so if ownership had any pride whatsoever they'd start chopping off heads <laughs> which i think was wasn't that one of our fans and eggs theories today basically like nagy is faking covid so he doesn't get oh fired. yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sure they're not the only one with that opinion. i'm no. sure that opinion's out there like yeah. oh can't fire me i got covid i got covid oh god damn it that it's it's pathetic yeah romo was off his rocker if that was I, I've, I've thought about this a lot today, and, and like Sylvie was really fired up that the guy that got the football didn't ask for more. Yeah, specifically, like, what would you have done in that in that case? I, I think I just would have handled handed the ball back <laughs> and yeah. not really expected anything. I think don't you have to? I don't think you can keep those ball like when a field goal or an extra point goes. Oh in the yeah, think, can you keep? I think them, you or? do. Yeah. And okay. that was, I was so confused about, you know, if you just imagine if that guy, if that, the, the, you know, they showed it on the camera and the guy went over there, the ball, ball boy or trainer or whatever. He's like, Hey, that's the 600th ball. It was a mistake. Can I have it back? And the guy was just like, no, I'm not going to do yeah. that. Right. Do you mad? Can you imagine how much people would be shitting on him today for Think not just giving it back? So then it seems like there's a backlash of people who are like, Oh, you just gave it back. You didn't get more, which I I saw today. He got like two jerseys and a helmet, mm-hmm. and he's got season tickets for this year and next year. Like that's yeah, unbelievable. That's, that's fantastic. But why it is like Sylvie? What did Sylvie say? Like, give me, like, oh, t- it was tickets for life. It's like, come on, asshole. Like seriously, any like normal fan, like obviously it was a mistake. Yeah. You just give it back to him. You're like, I get it. Like. Yeah. Just throw him, yeah. yeah, throw me a new another football. Like, we'll just move on. 
And, yeah. and Rovell stirred the pot today by saying it's worth half a million dollars. And it's like, what the fuck do you know, Rovell? Shut up. So, Nothing. That guy's useless. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny Parkins was saying the same thing. He's like, I would I would have held out for the 500000 that that, you know, an appraiser said it was worth. Like, what? Really? Would you have done that? Would you? Have, is that how you would have answered the guy coming yeah, up right. to your seat and asking you for the ball? Really? No. And the you, guy you definitely would have done that. Yeah. And I guess the guy's a doctor down yes. in that area. So just imagine like the bad press he would get just of like, if he's just like, oh, I'm the greedy bastard won't give the ball back so we can go to the Hall of Fame. Like he would have gotten crushed. So just stop it, greedy media people. Shut your mouth. That pissed Shut me your off. Mouth. Yeah. You know what? It should have, Dan. And uh, that was obnoxious, completely obnoxious. I love that. Brady, I think he's almost on his way to 700, actually, after Sunday. That's yes. fantastic. It's, he blew through that six hondo. Easily, he got his revenge, and then some. Um, other NFC North games, uh, Vikings had a bye week. Good for them. Congratulations. Uh, Detroit loses again against their old pal, Matt Stafford. Oh. They actually hung in there. It was close, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So good for them. Uh, I think they play... They play the Eagles this week, so that might be your first W that doesn't have to come against the Bears. Maybe. Uh, we'll talk about you that think so? probably. Okay. Yep. Possibly. Possibly. Then the Packers. Packers against Washington football team. Uh, yet again, they get every single possible call, and they beat a pretty bad team, not by a lot. Dan, can you give me a moment to talk to Packers fans just real quick yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Okay. You were so goddamn cocky after beating the Bears last week. Like, you acted like it was a fucking Super Bowl. The Bears suck. You should know that more than anybody. Why are you so excited about that? You do own us. It doesn't even hurt anymore, okay? So let's just start there. Look at your own fucking team. Honest to God. Enjoy this year. Enjoy winning another useless NFC North title against what? has proven to be maybe the worst division in football. It's so bad. It is so bad. But guess what, Packers? I don't think you're that good either. Your total point differential this year, plus 22. The combined record of the teams you've beaten, 12 and 22. Okay, there's four teams that I think are better than you right now, and that includes the fucking Cowboys. And none of them have a point differential worse than plus 59. I think... You're going to get your ass kicked in the playoffs, Packers, and then Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. And then what's going to happen, guys? You're going to be the fucking Bears. You're going to be the Bears. So enjoy it. Enjoy kicking us right in the testicles this year while we're down. I hope it makes you feel really good. And go fuck yourself. Thank you so much. Thanks, Well said. Well, very well said. Like you said, you're going to be the Bears. I'd like to not be the Bears anymore. Exactly. Can we, when you're, exactly. When Can the we Packers trade? are being the Bears, let's, yeah. I don't want to be the Bears anymore. Packers fans were feeling themselves, so thank you for saying that. And that's you, you're totally right. They're they're not as good as they. No, and I don't think they actually believe it. I think they just are. It's like a defense mechanism. They're just yeah, they're yeah. just chirping you, a lot. And Bears fans better than are the Bears. Quite, yeah, yeah, you guys own us. Like. We're dead inside. You can't yeah. hurt us anymore. <laughs> you can't. It's not. You can't hurt me anymore. I'm right. There's my soul has left my body. It's gone. It's just it's an empty void inside. Mm-hmm. My feelings are gone. So don't waste your time. 
Don't waste your time. No, no. You're not going anywhere. You're, you're going to be the regular season champions of the world. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, that means a ton. That's coming from a White Sox fan. So I'm dead inside there, too. So that said, <laughs> I'm still dead inside after an absolute playoff collapse that you're going to have yet again with maybe the best quarterback who has ever lived, who will only have one championship to his name. And the only way he got there was beating Caleb Haney in the yeah, NFC congrats. championship game. So, yeah, yeah congr- congratulations. I hope that makes you feel good while Tom Brady has 69 championships during that same time period, essentially. Okay? So, I go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I feel better about that. Do you I feel do. better? Yeah. I feel good. a little lighter. A little lighter. Good. Still, uh, still an absolute rotten Cornish hen corpse on the inside, though. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, um, well, we, what do you want to do? Go ahead. We're well, ready to move on? Or you got, we got more? What do we think? Okay, we're three and four, ten games left, hopefully in our whole Matt Nagy lives. Can we rattle? Let's rattle off these last ten and see oh, where man. we land, okay? We'll do okay. it quickly. We'll do it real quickly. Uh, all right, so three and four going into this weekend against San Fran. I know it's not hams and spreads and bread yet, but what do you think? Just money line, win or lose over 49ers? lose okay i think we win uh at pittsburgh what do you think lose okay i do too uh against <laughs> against the ravens following week after lose, the bye. lose yeah loss loss only because of the bye i would normally say win uh at <laughs> normally at detroit thanksgiving are you sticking with the loss hell yeah we fucking suck yeah we're losing that game okay i'm gonna go with the win oh, what uh, let me let me put good, it good okay. unless unless the Lions win a game before that, then we're winning. Okay, okay, I'll stick I'll stick with an L. All right, just for the sake of this conversation, uh, and then we come back and and face a uh, a real cupcake in the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think? Win <laughs> or lose? That's gonna be. There's always a weird one, or like that'll be our Tampa game last year. I think we'll hang in there, but we'll lose. Okay, I think we hang and we win because there is going to be that game that okay. we win for no reason. So I'm thinking win. Uh, at Packers loss, obviously, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. Home against the Vikings. Do we get a f- our Dan's first win here? Win. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait, second win, maybe. Yeah, oh, wait, no, you I hit. A, I don't think I have, I have a win uh, anywhere. No, on I don't there. think you do either. I don't think you yeah, do either. I got a win there. I, I'll okay. go with that. Same. At Seattle? Loss. Same. Home against the Giants? Win. Same. At Minnesota to close up the season? Loss. Okay, I'll go with the loss, too. So I have us four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, which may have been my preseason <laughs> prediction, or nine and eight. Yeah. I can't remember. That sounds about uh, right. You, you have us at six and 11. Mm. So would that be good enough? No, that would fall short with that wager that i sent to you that's six and a half where DraftKings mm-hmm. has six and a half at the line that's yep, so bad yep. that's so bad that's bad okay well either way not good and either one of not those good. would get nagy fired yeah uh, oh man i'm not as, i'm not as confident as you are <laughs> i they're they're just they're idiots i don't know i could see a well i don't know they gotta do it they gotta do it well i think they'll we'll oh, burn wait. that motherfucker to the ground Oh no! I did. I did the right math. Okay. I almost. I almost thought I was nine and eight for a minute, and I was going to change it. Um, all right, Dan. 
we are playing the 49ers this weekend. It's Halloween. I'm not sure if you're going to be in the house or not. But either way, I want you to walk us through our next opponent, San Francisco 49ers. I will not be there. I need a break. I need a break from this team. Plus, it's Halloween. Like, what what am I going to do? Tell my kids I'm not going trick-or-treating with them to see the the Matt Nagy Bears? I mean, that just – I should go right to prison if I do that. It's not even – don't even send me a court. Right to prison. So, I'm not going – I am not going to the game, and I'm not upset about it at all. All right, Bill. Here we go. Bears are uh, – well, the 49ers are 34-32-1 all-time against the Bears, so we're just slightly behind. That's all right. That's fine. <laughs> Last time we played the Niners was in San Fran, 2018. December 23rd, 2018, Bears win 14-9. We clinched the three-seed with that win. Uh, Mitch had 246 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Howard had 53 yards and a touchdown. We f- were facing off against Nick Mullins. Hmm. the basically the Tom Brady of the West. Uh, he had 241 yards, one interception. Um, there was a scuffle after a Mitch slide. Um, someone hit him on his way, on the way down. Richard Sherman, Josh Bellamy, and Anthony Miller all got thrown out of the game. What a shock. Yeah, so like it's funny that that came up. The mm-hmm. Nagy is the king of of having his players getting thrown out of games, and we had two in that game, two of the five. So uh, maybe we should have seen the signs then. Uh, that's it for that game. Who cares? Fuck twenty eighteen. Uh, last time, last game we played in Chicago, December third, twenty sixteen. Actually, the last four times that we've played San Fran have been in December, so we're changing it up this year. Uh, so this is 2016 in Chicago. Bears lose 15 to 14. Both <laughs> terrible teams at that point. Robbie Gold with five field goals. Always good. Always good when you uh, don't give up a touchdown and you lose a game by one. Uh, Tariq <laughs> Cohen had a 61-yard punt return for a touchdown. Titch. Touchdown. Mitch had 102 yards passing and one touchdown to uh Dontrell Inman remember that guy oh yeah traded a six rounder for him I think thanks Ryan Pace cool uh Jimmy G had 293 yards at one interception Uh, who cares I don't know I I lost a little steam going through those games there was nothing interesting about (laughs) I can't imagine how with a 15 to 14 or whatever the fuck I know I know and I was like should I find another game I was like who who cares who cares does anyone listen to this segment or they just skip through it all right, let's do the let's do the Niners staff here. Also fairly boring. I'll just say that up front. Kyle Shanahan, head coach since 2017. He's 33 and 40 all time as a head coach. Not a great record. Hmm. Like people do kind of claim that he's hot shit and he's not been great outside mm-hmm. of the Super Bowl year. So mm-hmm. um any mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I don't want to interrupt your your swerve, your swerve here, Dan. But last night they played on Sunday Night Football against Indianapolis. I don't know if you saw any of that game, but he he challenged a call that was unchallengeable, and <laughs> and then tried to talk the refs out of it. Like, oh no, I didn't mean to throw the flag. 
so he lost. They lost a timeout and a challenge. It oh. didn't end up mattering at the at the end. But I was like, even Matt Nagy doesn't do that. No. <laughs> like he oh, comes man. close. But I thought, there's your boy wonder, oh. America. I I bet they're running out of patience for that you, that weirdo. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I saw a guy blue check mark on Twitter today. A Bears guy say, if the 49ers fire Shanahan this year we got to take a close look at bringing him into Chicago and I think he was doing it to troll Bears fans and it totally worked they were on fire uh I can't I should have I can't remember who it was but it was it was a great troll move and uh I loved every second of it so uh Kyle Shanahan played wide receiver at Texas I always find that weird Mm -hmm. I don't think he played at all but he was on the roster Mm -hmm. good friends with um Applewhite, I believe. Major okay. Applewhite. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Shanahan was born in Minneapolis. I think he's almost 41 years old, so around the same age as us. Uh, he was born in Minneapolis because his dad was the offensive coordinator for the Gophers that one year. So I don't know if I mentioned that last time we played him. Did we do this in 2018? No, there we weren't doing this yet. No. Right? Yeah. It, it seems familiar, though. Like, we've been talking about Shanahan's yeah. for a while. Yeah. Shanahan's. They're everywhere. Not really. Our offensive coordinator is a gentleman named Mike McDaniel. It's his first year as an OC. He's a run game coordinator for San Francisco in 2017. Uh, he grew up with comedian Dan Soder. Do you know that guy? I've seen his so. name, but I don't think I could tell you anything about him. That was on his Wikipedia page, like... That's a big deal. S-O-D-E-R. Did I say that right? Soder? Soder? Hard to say. That's it. That's all I got for him. Uh, very boring. Defensive coordinator is D'Amico Ryans. First year as a D.C. for the Niners. He played linebacker for the Texans and the Eagles for nine years. He was a 2006 defensive rookie of the year. You remember this guy? D'Amico Ryans? vaguely but yeah i'm not gonna waste any of my brain on him yeah let's move on from him (laughs) yeah don't definitely don't please uh this might be my favorite coach on the staff offensive line coach it's his third year with san fran i think this is his first year as their o-line coach uh chris forrester he was the dolphins o-line coach in 2016 to 2017 Uh, He was fired in 2017 when video came out of him doing lines of coke in his office uh, and uh, sending a message to a girlfriend, I guess. Um, You remember that? Yeah. I didn't know that was that guy, but that sounds very familiar. Yes. Yeah, he sort of was like milling around. I think he was like a quality control coach for a while, but now he's back with like a real gig. I, I actually tried to watch the video today. And had the volume cranked way too loud in my office, and people were milling around. And it's very audible sounds of people doing coke. <laughs> I guess people, him. So I was a little worried. I was like, I can't watch it because I w- couldn't remember what he said in it. I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like he was vulgar, but I don't know. He's just like, I miss you, baby. Oh, I love it. I love it. We do this together, or something like that. Just in his office, ripping lines before a, 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 a position meeting. There we go. I need some Coke, apparently, to get my brain going. (laughs) So just funny, just awesome. Uh, He was the Gophers O-line coach in 1992, so really set the stage for him and his Coke habit, I'm sure. So 
Uh, that's all I got on Chris. Any more thoughts on Chris? No, that that all adds up. I'm so glad he's back in our lives. Uh, Same. I'm so glad. We all deserve a second chance. <laughs> yeah, well, I, how lucky is he? That was 2017. That wasn't lo- that long ago. The guy's doing blow in his office, <laughs> and he's, he has a big, like a big NFL job. It's unbelievable. He must be an um, – he can't be that good of a coach, right, to justify no. that. Come on. God, no. Call Olin Krutz. Oh, God. Get him out of my face. All right. Defensive quality control coach is a guy named Andrew Hayes Stoker. He was oh, the no. Illini, Illini wide receiver coach. Yes. Now he's on the defensive side. You know this guy? I you do. out on him? Yeah. He – he was like the hype man for Lovey, kind of like with mm-hmm. recruits, and I don't think he ever landed anybody. And he always <laughs> struck me as a bit of a phony. So I'm glad mm-hmm. to see he's landed on his feet with Kyle Shanahan. Fuck you. Okay. Also phony? Are you, are you saying Shanahan's also? He seems. Phony? Phony. He seems like a. He seems oh, like a okay. just a cheese ball. Just total cheese all right. ball. Is all I'm saying. All right. That's fair. Um, he was also the bears. He was an offensive assistant with the bears with lovey as well. Oh, six to nine. So that, that's how he met that bastard defensive quality control coach. We, I seem like we can't get away from this family. Clay Kubiak coat, uh, (laughs) son of Gary (laughs) and brother of Clint bill. I'm going to let you guess. Does clay start with C or K a really hard K bingo and if his middle name starts with k then we have a problem clay kubiak defensive quality control don't like that at all clay thompson made it kind of cool though i'll say that storm the castle oh wait the capital either way (laughs) that one's on me did you get that from clay anon that was terrible all right Dead joke. Uh, oh, dead joke. Uh, okay, one more. A coach, wide receiver coach is Wes Welker. That's a fun one. Hmm. Old uh, little, little little tiny guy, wide receiver. He made $40 million during his 12-year career in the NFL. Not too bad. Much. Too much too money. Much. Mm-hmm. He's okay. too white. Mm-hmm. I feel like he had like eight concussions a game. Minimum. Okay. They actually, I think he sponsors the blue tent. <laughs> Why am I blanking on the wide receiver, the other wide receiver guy that was just the another version of him that just retired? Danny Amendola? N- well, no. that's one. No. Okay. More successful. Why am I blanking? Um, mm. Patriots guy. Oh, the guy that had sex with that person and (laughs) arrived on instagram at one point oh no um yeah what the hell is his name oh man we're killing edelman edelman Edelman. yeah edelman yeah they're just all the same person amandola edelman welker they're just belichick made them all in a lab all right front office it's a bunch of debartolos and yorks uh Denise DeBartolo York and her husband John sit on the board. They are Denise is the brother, brother, the brother of Eddie <laughs> DeBartolo. I didn't realize Eddie DeBartolo is in a lot of trouble. Did you? Did you know that? And he hasn't yeah, been with the Niners in a while. Is it gambling or some kind of no. money laundering thing? It was no. So Am I wrong? 
I read it very briefly, so don't totally quote me on this, but he got in a lot of trouble because the governor of Louisiana was trying to extort money from him. Mm. I don't know why. And he didn't report it, so he got in trouble for not reporting the extortion attempt on him. That's weird. There's got to be more to it, but that was sort of like the quick synopsis on Wikipedia. So, um, yeah, he was only supposed to be out of – like the NFL suspended him basically for a year. And but I think like right after that he's like, No, nah, I'm done. You can just have it and he basically just pushed it to his sister, who married this guy, John York. They had a son, Jed York, who's the CEO now. Mm-hmm. Um Jed may know s- somebody that we know. He does. I have I have no further information, unfortunately. Okay. I I was hoping to bring some color to right. that. Uh no, I got nothing. All right. Well, Jed, I, I was just curious. Well, Jed grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. Why Stupid. would why would that happen? To anybody. <laughs> Who willingly lives there, especially if you're like bil- a billionaire family? Very Dave strange. Chappelle? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess. Well, I don't know. What's in the but water Dave, there? But Dave doesn't come from money, right? Like he Right. Good point. Yeah, no, this is like the DeBartolo family, like their old man, right? Didn't he have a shitload of money and they just sort of weaseled their way into it? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Uh Jed York worth 200 million according to the intrawebs. That's not bad. Not bad. It's not at great all. though. It's I mean I mean it's it's great for like you and me but for owners that seems light for an NFL owner. Mm. Am I wrong? Am I way off? I I don't know what the the hierarchy sits with that like Yeah, I wonder. The family Frank. owns the family Help owns it. <laughs> the family owns it. He's the CEO technically of the oh, 49ers. I got it. So I got it. Um the 49ers also have ownership in Leeds United. And the EPL, uh, I don't, not like they're not full owners. They're like minority owners. So, all right, that's all I got there. But have we lost everyone yet? Are we? St- is everyone still with us here? Wake up! <laughs> all right, <laughs> a line. <laughs> that's what we needed. I was doing that in my house yesterday, Bill, and one of my daughters is like, "Can you teach me how to do that?" And one, that's a weird thing to try to teach someone else how to do. You just got to get like the loose. Yep. And she she tried it for like 15 minutes. She had a full blown headache until she oh, went to bed that I night. So uh, mm-hmm. I felt real bad about that. But it's you know I think it's a, something you're born with, not something you can learn. So that's mm-hmm. what I said to her face this morning. Okay, there's mm-hmm. one Illini player, Tavon Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's a 10 10th year safety. Mm-hmm. out of Illinois yes. uh, and and no gophers. Sorry about that. That's all right. Is that why they're bad this year? The Niners, not the Gophers. Mm, I don't know. I'm I'm dead inside, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Cornish and bones smell like eggs. That's all I got. We want to talk about the other uh, NFC North games this week. Yeah, so we mentioned Lions and Eagles. Um, 
Vikings and Cowboys. I believe that's Sunday night, if not Monday night, yep. I forget. Yep. And then Packers, Cardinals this upcoming Thursday. Yeah. Here's game here's of the week, an right? All of the NFC North uh, teams are dogs this week. Wonder how often that happens. All underdogs. Bears, Vikings, Lions, Packers. So potentially could get swept this weekend, according to Joe Fontenbaugh in Las <laughs> Vegas. My guy on the strip. The only guy that knows spreads. Um, yeah, that's, that is a tough week for the NFC North, which I do think is a complete trash division, as Bingo. I alluded to earlier. Yes. I, I'm looking forward to that Packers-Cardinals game. I think that could be a doozy. Would love to see some Packers tears. Uh, that's that's how petty I am right now. I'm just I need to let that go, don't I? I need to relax. No, no, no keep that going. Devonte Adams, COVID. Yeah. Did I see that today? That's I a thought problem. I saw a headline. Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. I mean, I'm not rooting for COVID, but uh, okay. Why is he hanging around Matt Nagy? Mm-hmm. That's the real question. That's the real question. It is. Uh, thank you, Dan, for all of your research. You did another bang up job. Did I miss anything? Anything else in your notebook? No, we got it all. All right, buddy. This has been Bears Bucks review with the Bears 49ers preview, courtesy of your boy, Dan. Thank you so much. I'm Chris Forrester. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes, yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball, push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes, go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Spreads, pick three, printing money's pick of the week. All right, well, the Bears suck, so we can still gamble, right? We can gamble on the Bears. I wouldn't recommend it. I don't think. We're going to find out soon. But first, we're going to go to our in-house sharp, Rick Fieldsman. Take it away, Ricky. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Ricky Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. My dad. Hams and spreads. Featuring me. Rick Fieldsman. All right, Toinkers, we are back. This is Rick Fieldsman coming to you live from East Chicago, Indiana. It's a beautiful day. This is going to be the best October weekend of my life. Rick Fieldsman 2.0, 6 and 6. I got to remember my golden rule. You stay away from NFL games. They are 100% rigged. I went 1 and 2 last week. Rick Fieldsman, I take this board every week, week in and week out, and I provide you, the loyal listeners, with the hottest of picks. That's what I'm doing this week. I go 
every single league, every single sport, we are staying away from the NFL. Roger Goodell has too many funds tied up in Bet Rivers or wherever he's betting. We're going all college football this weekend, baby. Friday is payday. Saturday is make money's day. Here we go. Let's get started with the hottest of picks. Here we go. Hams and spreads pick one. Oh, my gosh. Who's ready for that big 10-minute? We have Purdue at Nebraska Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Purdue, seven and a half point dogs. Husker quarterback Adrian Martinez is a absolute joke. He's talking about what he's going to do after the season. He's not going to do anything after the season. Hey, hey, there's a jiffy lube down the street that needs uh, someone to to quarterback their oil system. That's what you're going to be doing, buddy. We are Purdue Boilermakers all the way. West Lafayette, Indiana's finest. Versus Nebraska, Purdue plus seven and a half. It's going to be the, Mike Mike Allstott's going to be at the game. I heard. I heard he's going to be there, and it's going to be the hottest of picks. Purdue Boilermakers it's plus seven and a half. Let's go to the next pick. Hands and spreads pick two. Oh my gosh, this is you know what? This should be pick three. This should be pick four and five on your books. UTEP at Florida Atlantic Saturday five p.m. This is at Florida Atlantic. UTEP, as I like to call them, University Texas El Paso, as I like to call them, the hottest college football team this week. Plus 10.5. UTEP's going to win this one outright. Outright? This one's, they're going to win this outright. Alt, the alt rights are going to pick them. The alt lefts are going to pick them. They're going to win this one. UTEP is so hot right now. They're going to win by three touchdowns. I will gladly take the points. Plus 10 and a half. We're going with UTEP versus Florida Atlantic at Florida. Florida a little sketchy these days. Texas is where it's at. Let's go with UTEP, and we're going to the last pick. Let's go. Hands and spreads, pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. Oh, no sponsorship this week. Nope, not, not hot enough for the sponsors. After this 3-0 and week, you know we're going to have the hottest of sponsors. Let's go back to the Big Ten minute. Ohio State versus Penn State. This one's at Ohio State. Ohio State, 18 and a half point favorites. Penn State with the absolute shellacking by Illinois by two points and nine overtimes. You know the Doinks boys are going to be breaking that down so hot. Ohio State, 18 and a half point dogs, favorites. Penn State, I originally had my money on Penn State. Then I remember the Doinks Boys golden rule. You never put money on Penn State. This is a non-supporter of the activities, the extracurriculars, if you will. Ohio State, 18.5 point favorites. We are absolutely putting those points on Ohio State. 3-0, and baby. This one's going to be hot. You're going to see this. 9-6. and Oh, my gosh. That is exactly where I want to be. Light the bears on fire. The season's over, baby, but the Big Ten lives on. Let's send it back to the boys. And as always, I have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman's the smartest person in the world. Fairs to make you a lot of money. Huh. Weird.
I love his plays this week. Love them. I love them so much that I'm sure I won't pick the same ones out of respect. Right. <laughs> that's that's the reason why for sure. Absolutely. Do you think do you think he goes by Dick Fieldsman when nobody's looking? When there's a lady involved. Oh. What do you think his ideal woman is? Blind. <laughs> and bald. <laughs> yeah. Like an alopecia Ted- situation. <laughs> I think you just described Telly Savalas. <laughs> <laughs> Does Telly Savalas have a line? Yeah. Who loves you, yeah. baby? Or so you got me, baby. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Who loves, Who loves you, baby? You. Who loves yeah. you, baby? Who loves yeah. you, Rick? <laughs> Get out that penis, Rick. Who loves you, baby? Ooh, let me rub your missing thumbs, baby. I'm telling you all this. I'm Andy Dalton. <laughs> Thanksgiving's right around the corner. All right, should we do the Bears line this week? We should. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Why do we still do this? <laughs> I'm dead Santa. inside. I know. I, I love it's, Actually, I That's I why don't we mean, still do this. Yeah. I don't mean it. I need these laughs because otherwise I will full-blown kill myself. So. <laughs> Use your Should chest hair as kindling. Because... <laughs> Now that I know to light right in the middle, not top down or bottom up in the middle of Washington Street in yep. Naperville. So, yep. all right. All right. Bears this year against the spread are three and four. San Fran is one and five against the spread. Whoa. Oh, man. The Bears have the worst over record in the league. They are one and six. Bill, are we ready to call that a trend? Yep. All right. Uh, San Fran is three and three the, on the over this year. So Bears are dogs at home. Uh, Joe Fontenbaugh's number has changed a little bit. It was Bears were plus four and a half before the Tampa Bay game yesterday, but it's now moved to plus three now that San Fran has lost. Nobody knows who's playing quarterback. Also, a sign of a bad team when you don't know which who's playing quarterback for them, and they just set a line anyway because it doesn't fucking matter. So uh, <laughs> Bears are plus three currently at home. The over-under is 40. They're basically just taunting everyone to take the over, and I wouldn't do it. So <laughs> what do you like, Bill? Bears plus three, over-under 40. So somehow the Bears get 20 points, but they hit it right on the nose. Bears 20, 49ers 17. Back to you, Dan. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. Uh, I would not bet this game. I would stay as far away from it as you can. I wouldn't even do put it in your monster teaser. No, I would not do that. But gun to my head, I would take the Bears. I'd take the points at home. So, um, I don't know. Just just watch the game, eat too much candy, and let the funds roll down your leg. The back of your thigh is going to be meaty with Reese's Pieces. <laughs> uh, yep. All Mermaids right, and sticks! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, what games do you like this week outside of Bears, Niners? 
Well, I know the Packers are playing the Cardinals. Is that on your list? Uh, no, it isn't. Okay. It isn't. But I'll go ahead. Uh, we're going to do, the, by the way, the monster teaser yeah, I gave you last week absolutely hit. It hit. Yes. No worries at all. It yes. was actually Texans got a little scary. They were down big late in the game. Uh, and then the game just seemed to slow down, and it, it hit. It hit. So uh, I'm going to give you some games that I like, not, don't necessarily love. Then I'm going to give you the monster teaser of these four games. Titans minus one at the Colts this week. Not a believer in the Colts. Not buying it. They beat the Niners. Who cares? I uh, I just want <laughs> I I'm sorry to interrupt, but I am now a believer in them because my um, risk-free same game parlay that absolutely sharded down all over my legs. Uh, I put a parlay of Colts money line and Jonathan Taylor anytime touchdown score, and it hit. I'm Whoa. back. I'm back. Oh, go Colts. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, you know, you could really go the either way on the monster there, but I'm going to take Tennessee. You're going to get plus 12 points there. Moving on to game number two, the Carolina Panthers are a mess. Are they trading for Deshaun Watson? They're looking for a new quarterback. Who knows? Who cares? They're at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are awesome. They won barely against the Dolphins this weekend. Totally fucked up my Dolphins money line wager, but I'm going to take Atlanta minus three at home against the Panthers. The Panthers are frauds. You can't do that. It's Matt Rule season. Uh, it's, Matt, it's Matt Rule season. <laughs> Sam Put Darnold. that on a t-shirt and smoke it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, those rumors are not going to shake up a, a guy's confidence in Sam Darnold. Panthers win. They cover. They get that train right back on the tracks. Go Carolina is my pick. I have a lot of trouble uh, – I've done this on on this show. Sam Darnold, I will continue to call him Sam Bradford. I don't know mm. why. It makes no sense at all. But I'm going to keep doing it. And I did it talking to a coworker today. And I got called out for it. So, anyway, you're going to take the Panthers and the Monster Teaser there. You're going to get them. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons plus 10. Mm-hmm. Plus 10 Falcons. So far, we have Titans plus 12. We're going to game number three. The Cowboys, we mentioned this earlier, are at the Vikings this weekend. Cowboys are minus two and a half on the road against the Vikings. Fuck the Vikings. They stink. Kirk Cousins, the Cowboys might actually be good. Kellen Moore, next Bears coach, who knows? Dallas, minus two and a half is my play. That might, might be my favorite of the week. Well, it's interesting that you say that because my favorite of the week is Kirk Cousins during a night game. I am going with the Vikings. I'm a huge fan of horns on top of people's heads. And, uh, yeah, Vikings plus two and a half at home. Are you kidding me? Easy, breezy, beautiful Maybelline color girl. Put it in my balls, rub my nipples, and the urine will fly out. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Why don't you just go ahead and put the Cowboys in that monster teaser and get that plus ten and a half. Next game. New York Giants at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 10. Yeah, they stink. You know who's worse than New York Giants. Take Kansas City minus 10. Uh, actually, I don't love that. You're just going to throw them in the monster teaser and get them at plus three. They're not going to lose that game. I'm not sure 10 points feels mm-hmm. like a lot. 
I just added them because I'm putting them in the monster teaser. So you're getting them a plus three bill. What do you like? I like Giants money line. They have a one game winning streak. You cannot put <laughs> Daniel Jones. You can't let him get hot. He is hot. They don't need Saquon Barkley. They got Joe Judge as their coach. See me in my chambers. Giants money line is my pick. So you were quite impressed that they beat the Panthers during mm-hmm. Matt Rule season. Yes, the famous exactly. Matt Rule season. So, yeah. uh, all right. Well, Bingo. those are my games. Uh, one more time: Titans plus twelve, mm-hmm. Falcons plus ten, Cowboys plus ten and a half, Kansas City plus three in your monster teaser this week. Do it, love it, lick it, stick it, take it on down to Pizza Town. That sounds very appealing. Uh, let's talk about another hot team, Everton, on the other side of this intro. For the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment. This is Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Everton fan. For my whole life. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. It's toffee time, Dan, and I think we might support a horrible soccer team. What do you think, buddy? Are we ever going to address the segment within a segment within the segment part of it that might not really add up? Do we want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, It's confusing Mm -hmm. because I think technically if we're selling it as that, it's – this segment should be inside of Rick Fieldsman's segment, correct? Mm-hmm. That is correct. Um, absolutely. It's something that I gave zero thought to prior to it being pointed out by you first. And Tim in Iowa recently brought it up. I'm sure he's not the only one that has thought of it. Uh, I thought about putting that piece of responsibility on Rick going into this week, but uh, I didn't. And I feel like I made a good move because who loves you, Ricky? I'm Telly Savalas. Who loves you, baby? Yeah, I wouldn't. Actually, the the feedback that I got from you was basically like, shut up and don't overthink it. (laughs) That's fine. So I think that's, I just want to put that out there that just shut up and don't overthink it. Yeah, we we know. We know. We know. We're aware and nothing in this show makes sense. So just roll with it. All right. Uh, Yeah. So Everton might uh, legitimately stink. They lose this past Sunday to Watford, 5-2. to two. They were up 2-1 uh, up until the 78th minute of the game and then just completely melted down all over the place. Lose 5-2. to two. Uh, I made a comment on Twitter. Uh, one, one of our buddies who sort of chimes in here and there, Chad, I should know his actual handle. I think he was the one asking for the, the – uh, the glossary of what the fuck we're talking about on the show made a great comment like he's like well you did pick the new york jets of the epl and i was like oh man i've we were thinking more of the bears which isn't much better of the epl but it didn't make me feel any better but i did love that comment that was pretty good and it definitely is starting to feel that way 
Yeah, no lies told there by Chad and and others. Now, I definitely understand Mike in England, his um, general like pessimism toward Everton. Yep, absolutely makes a lot of sense after that. You're right; they went up two one. I was feeling great about it. I, I finally put a little bit of quiche on them. Uh, but if I'm being truthful, I might have cashed out around that oh, time. You bastard! I I'm here to I'm here to uh, survive in advance. I think that's I think that's <laughs> what they say in the gambling business. Uh, but most importantly, Dan, I just have a, a quick thought on the game. It was it was good to get Richardson back in action when he scored that diving header coming off the bench. Things were looking up. Then the last 15 minutes happened, and it may have been worse than the first half of the Bears game. We're going to need to see some fight back at Wolves next Monday. Monday? Why Monday. are they playing Monday? Why? Why? It's like it's Monday night football. Hmm. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't know. Call Wait. the queen. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Is it Monday morning then? No, uh, it's three, 3 o'clock here. So. Did you say that? Did you no, say that? Okay. I just said it was Monday night football. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, 3 o'clock on Monday. Well, Everton, we're, our boys are eighth on the table now. I don't think I don't think we moved at all. I think that's where we were last week. So we're milling around okay. that. that we're play, Yeah, like you said, we're playing the Wolves, which play in, or their name is Wolverhampton Wanderers. I don't know what the fuck that means. There's confusion all around. Um they apparently they apparently stink too, but they're just okay. behind us. They're eleventh on the table. Everton is plus two forty to win. The Wolves are plus one twenty. So we're dogs going into this game. Uh, we're not wolves. We're dogs. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the draw <laughs> is plus two twenty five. I would just bet on a draw. I don't know. I'm dead inside. This does have all the makings of a kiss your sister situation. So yeah, that makes sense. I would definitely, I'm with you, Dan. I'm not going oppo, um, which I always do with sincerity. So yeah, draw is my pick. We would take it at this point. I think we need just some action at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not giving up on them yet, but no. no, no. You had said on the WhatsApp app, um, Something about your neighbor trying to talk you into being a Liverpool fan. Is that correct? Yeah. What's the yes. latest on that? Are, are you thinking I about it? Uh, no. No, I'm Everton for life. Uh, he, yeah, he and his wife are always in Liverpool gear every time I see him. And I actually watched a good chunk of that game yesterday, that Man U-Liverpool uh, game, and Liverpool beat the shit out of him. It was 5 nil almost immediately, uh, <laughs> which sent Molly right to the toilet with an eps- upset tum-tum because he was so upset. Mm. Oh, Molly. Oh, mm. you big fat fuck. Oh. <sighs> Get Brian Hanley out of here. He's, he's right about Arlington. The Arlington Heights Bears. He was right. Get him out. Get him out. Um, that's all I got for Everton. They're going to win. They're going to win this week. We're, I'm yeah. back. They're going to win. Okay. I think they're going to yep. draw. I'm still, still there. I'm still in the draw. Um, well, I guess this concludes Toffee's Corner segment within a segment within a segment. Thanks, Dan, for your research. You're welcome. Corner kicks.
This concludes Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports wagering segment, which includes the segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads, and the segment within a segment within a segment, Doffy's Corner. Thank you for listening exclusively on Zero Doinks. Love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. Purdue, those boiler makers, not a good time. Those dorm rooms are small. When Rick Fieldsman stayed there for football camp, very small dorm rooms, not very roomy. Those offensive linemen are getting a little bit cramped up this far into the season, and that's why we have Nebraska going to put it to Purdue at home. Seven and a half points. We're going to pick Purdue. I have Purdue plus seven and a half. Purdue is the hottest team. Purdue plus seven and a half. Let's go to the next one. It's Bears season. It's Justin Fields season. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. Follow us on the World Wide Web, www.zerodoinks.com. Buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag, buy our swag at Zidogs. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Do not, do not, do not, do not. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. This is zero doinks. Here we go. Yeah. Let us proclaim the history of faith. Are those the words? I feel like it's mystery. Yeah, I think mystery? you're right. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But not the Big Ten minute. That's not where we are right now. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. That's where we absolutely are, Dan. You're the guy that tabulates these things, along with our buddy Frank in Ohio, Grease Tank Frank. Grit, where grit meets grease, where grit meets grease. Dan, what you got? What you got this week for us, buddy? How we do last week? Well, it was just, it was a really close match. You had Demir Bird and I had Jimmy Graham. Uh, <laughs> so Bird ended up with 1.25 fantasy points in our league, hosted by CBS. Thank you for CBS for hosting our fantasy league, and mm-hmm. for being a sponsor of Zero Doinks. Thank you so much. Um, and we know that Jimmy Graham had zero points because he did not play because he's on the COVID list. So mm-hmm. this is where you come for your hot, hot fantasy advice. You should list, listen to everything we say and blindly just do it. So yes. um, apologies to anyone who played Jimmy Graham this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight ends were a mess for me, as you know, in fantasy. It was a yes. problem in multiple leagues. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, felt the need to carry one tight end in two of my leagues. Darren Waller was a scratch. Um, 
I was in a real pickle in the league that I'm the CBS league, mm-hmm. and because we're not allowed to pick up players day of, mm-hmm. you had maybe talked about maybe we could work out a trade. It was too mm-hmm. complicated. Didn't mm-hmm. wasn't interested. So just took a goose egg there. Another league. My nobody wants to hear this, but I think it's just funny. Mm-hmm. I was in a real bind because I had a too many guys on a bye week with Cowboys and Chargers. So my entire bench was guys on a bye week. I had to drop somebody to pick up another tight end. So I just dropped my defense. I didn't even play with a defense in that league (laughs) (laughs) to pick up Dallas Goddard. How do you say his name? Um, So I dropped the Bucks defense. And turns out if I just played the Bucks defense and didn't pick up a tight end, I would add more points. So, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Just this is more of a disclaimer that mm-hmm. this segment, if you haven't figured it out by now, might be kind of a joke. Might be. But is your pick, your prediction this week a joke or not, Dan? That's what I want to know. Who are you going to roll with? Because I think I'm running away in the standings. You're 4-2-1 you're and one on the year, and I'm not fucking around this week. I'm just going to take JF1. Okay. I need to get back on the board here. I think okay. he had four fantasy points this week. So... <laughs> So it's a slam dunk for sure. Absolutely, got no, that's good. Yeah. So, so this week I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice a little bit, but I I did last week and it came up snake eyes. So why not try it again? Uh, I as I mentioned in the prior segment, within a segment, within a segment, within a segment, the um, I watched the Colts 49ers game and I was doing that primarily to scout the San Francisco defense to see how they could be exploited, Dan. And what I saw before my meaty eyes and beady eyes was was the ability to run like crazy against them. So I very obviously am going to take J.P. Holtz, fullback, <laughs> Bears, who I believe has been injured, but I think he may come back this week. So J.P., don't call me J.B. Holtz, is my pick. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to get some play this week. So, all right. I might catch up. We'll see. We will see. All right. Top performers this week. Um, Number one, this is a new one. Tua had 40 points Mm -hmm. in his uh, crushing loss to my uh, bank account. So, thanks a lot, Tua, for not pulling out that win, you motherfucker. Uh, Matt Stafford was second with 37 points and Aaron Rodgers. 35 fantasy points. Enjoy them while you can, Packers fans. Um, wow, what a surprise. Three quarterbacks. Although I think Cooper <laughs> Cup was very close. I think he was, he was up knocking there. on yeah. the door. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, all right, Trash Performers of the Week, uh, presented by Taysom Hill and Glad. Remember to throw your Cornish hen eggs smelling bones away this Thanksgiving. Thank you, Glad, for sponsoring Trash. We have one trash performance this, this week is A.J. Dillon from the Packers. Mm. He had negative .95 points in our league. So enjoy that, Packer fans. Joke's on you. The yeah. bone-smelling egg is all over your face. I don't know what that means. Try to wash it off, but you can't because there's no soap in Wisconsin. You all reek. <laughs> they do smell. God, they do. They, they, I think it's because they cover themselves in deer urine for, like, hunting mm. season. Mm. So deer, like, walk over, and they smell like, ooh. 
there's a lady over there. I'm gonna take that deer to Bone Town. I'm a deer. Have Have you ever seen two deer get intimate, Dan? Yeah, you haven't. I think on the dark web there's a video of Rob Deer getting weird, former Milwaukee Brewer. I don't there's know. There's probably De- not Rob Deer. Yeah. yeah. Rob Dibble. Oh, that guy. That guy was weird, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. What segment are we in? Oh, Fantasy <laughs> Corner. <laughs> Making everybody's dreams come true. <laughs> with with deer uh, fucking. That's right. Anything else? <laughs> nope. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff in the next segment. All right. This has been Bears Fantasy Corner, where you come to triple your money with same game parlays each week thank you so much dan for your research who loves you baby играйте сколько овертайма сколько понадобится бросок победа weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much <laughs> big 10 minutes a bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. All right, Big Ten Minute, huge weekend for our boys. Some are saying that you, your team played the game of the century. Bill, I'm going to give you the floor. Okay, Dan, thank you so much. So the whole reason that I showed up tonight was for the Big Ten Minute. Thank you so much for all of your time, our loyal listeners that probably fast-forward through the segment because you probably don't care about Big Ten football. That's your loss. Hopefully you're here at least this week. So the Cheez-It Bowl National Team of the Week, Illinois Fighting Illini, upset the number 7-ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. Yes, that's a real thing, by the way. In nine overtimes, nine overtimes. That was weird. Chase Brown ran for over 200 yards, 223 yards to be precise, the most ever by an opponent at Happy Valley. Um, They had three, they, the Illini, had 357 yards rushing in total. That's the second most that has ever ran at Penn State? Besides Penn State. That made no sense. You know what I'm trying to say, Dan. An opponent. Uh, It was great. It was great. Yeah, thank you. An opponent, opponent. So I learned a few new things, um, not the least of which was these not-so-new overtime rules. I was very confused. Like, I saw I saw it come up on the screen when they're headed into overtime. Like, after two overtimes, it's just nothing but two-point conversion attempts. Weird. I don't think I've ever seen it actually happen. I don't know about you, Dan, but... No, I, I, th- I, yeah. I didn't know it existed until this game, and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> no. It was. I think it would have been better if they didn't keep switching sides of the field. That that's what made it super awkward. I thought it's like, oh Jesus, these both these teams fucked up again on a two point conversion. Let's you know take three minutes to go to the other the other end zone. It was uh, that was wild. Uh, Illinois lost their 
I guess at, at the time their starting quarterback, uh, Sitkowski, broke his arm during like the, the fifth overtime or something. I don't know, fifth or sixth overtime. So that's how you know there's too many overtimes when quarterbacks start breaking their arms. Uh, but finally, a two-point conversion pass from Brandon and all of his Peters to Casey Washington, who almost transferred to Wake Forest in the offseason. But he was there, made the catch. That was one of only two successful two-point conversions that Illinois had in all nine overtimes. Doesn't matter. They won 20 to 18. I So it's probably still under. That's the most hilarious thing. I think I think yeah. the under hit in nine overtimes. Unreal. Unreal. And it was awesome. It was it was awesome. They really they outplayed Penn State the whole game for the most part. Like the win expectancy was like 67% Illinois, which is amazing for a game where two and five teams going into a top 10 opponent's den. But it was uh it was awesome that is a season yeah, a season saver for the Illini. I still feel great about it. I feel great for our boy Hugh Robertson and all of his pals on the Illini. Congratulations, Illinois. I I actually I'll be honest, Bill. I ha- I couldn't watch all the overtimes. I saw like the first couple and then I had stuff to do. I was like, what am I wait- what am I doing here? And I didn't know it was going to go on that long. Did not realize that Sitkowski broke his arm when they were running through the new rules. I don't know if you caught that. They said it was specifically to avoid injury with all of the extra plays. Oh, <laughs> so it's, Jesus. it's not funny that he broke his arm. Yeah. But it's interesting that they specifically mentioned that during the game. And then the quarterback breaks his arm. So yeah. not nice. Good job, Thanks. NCAA. Thanks, yeah, NCAA on it as usual. Yeah, that game lasted forever. I uh, I was watching the game uh, in the car in between my kids' soccer games, so I had Chris and Doink's drive because I wanted to not be watching it on the phone while driving the whole family uh, from one side of town to the other, and I thought for sure the game would be over by the time we got to the field. Uh, game was still going on after that one-hour game Concluded. One hour soccer game concluded. Game was still going on. It was hilarious. Phil Senior was there. We we're both watching. We were just, we were exhausted. We we're trying to figure out okay whose turn is it because they always switch that too, right? It's like it's not consistent. So if you if you stop if you stop them in the second like the bottom of the inning, so to speak, your defense has to go out again at, at the top of the next overtime. It's so confusing. It's tiring. It's exhausting. I can't imagine it was easy to watch for anybody. It, it was hard to watch as an Illinois fan, but I thought what a kick to the Johnson this would be if after all this time they lose. So sorry, Penn State. That's how you feel. Sorry. Maybe you shouldn't have covered up for Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad football all around. What happened to Penn State? Mm. Just they're, they're, they looked really bad. I mean, yeah. I'm not shitting on your team. They just looked awful. Their offense looked terrible. But yeah, Illinois should have won that game by a lot more. I mean, I watched a good chunk of it, and they were just bullying Penn State the entire morning, the entire day. So, True. yeah, we'll go with that. good work, buddy. Congrats. Thanks, buddy. Congrats. How about your Same. Gophers, bud? Gophers, huge win this weekend. Uh, they beat the shit out of Maryland, 34-16, never a doubt, really. 451 yards of offense, 326 rushing yards on the ground. They continue to run the shit out of the ball behind an offensive line. That's pretty awesome. Kai Thomas, 
uh, ran for 139 yards and one touchdown. Marquise Irving, 105 yards, one touchdown. So two 100-yard rushers. They're freshmen. They are the fourth and fifth running backs this year for the Gophers to run 100 yards in a game. That's pretty impressive. I mean, you and I could run for 100 yards. I've said that many times Mm -hmm. behind the Gophers' offensive line. Mm -hmm. I stick Mm -hmm. by that. Um, So the Gophers currently are in a tie with Iowa for the lead in the Big Ten West. I'm sure that won't go south at all. (laughs) They... (laughs) Bowling Green. We still lost to Bowling Green, right? I didn't dream that. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Just outrageous. God damn it. Um, what do we got? Oh, this it's weekend. Non- it's, yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah, it's non-conference, what, though. It's a non-conference whatever. loss. That doesn't really count. It's fucking stupid. They, I mean, they should be ranked right now. Their only loss should be to Ohio State. It's just it's outrageous. I just took a peek at the polls. I was like, are they even getting votes? Nothing. They're they got one vote. Going. I saw they got one vote. Oh, did vote. they? Maybe yes. I saw the yes. coaches poll or something. There was nothing. So pathetic, just pathetic. But you know, they just keep. If they keep winning games, they'll be fine. So yes. um, we up next for the Gophers. They're at Northwestern this Saturday, two thirty. Gophers are given seven and a half. The over unders forty three and a half. I know I have a, a wager with Frank. Uh, he's a he's a Wildcat fan. Um, I like the Gophers. They're just rolling. Northwestern still sucks. I actually, I would feel a lot worse if they were playing at 11 a.m. That's the dead time in Evanston. Mm-hmm. That 11 a.m. slot's always a killer for teams traveling in. Uh, so it's at 2.30, so that's that's a huge advantage. Gophers, minus 7.5. That's a lock. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, Illinois hosts Rutgers. They're playing that sleepy eleven o'clock window, I believe. Uh, Illinois now three and five, two and three in the Big Ten, so they are right on Minnesota and Iowa's tail, feet, toes, heels, all those taint. things. Taint, <laughs> definitely all over the taint. Uh, big game. I think Illinois is either a one point or a two point favorite. I believe. I don't know if Dan can verify that. He cannot. No, I can. I saw they yep. were actually getting a point. I saw they oh. were a slight dog last okay. I checked. Okay. So. Okay. Even better. Even better. So I would, um, I mean, classic trap game before the gopher game next weekend, but I hope Illinois is still riding high. I'm, I'm a little concerned that Chase Brown will not be available. I think he had a concussion toward the Oops. end. So also, you know, in, in an effort to protect these player <laughs> athletes he got a concussion in one of the overtimes so great thank congratulations ncaa um he may have gotten that late in the fourth actually i may be factually incorrect but this is a big game for the illini to get to the 500 mark in uh the big 10 and keep their bowl dreams alive it's a big game for your pal bill doinks because i have uh, Illinois plus three and a half for wins All on right. fan duel courtesy of Coach Cuse and the state of Indiana or Michigan, probably Michigan. Uh, yeah, Indiana doesn't allow gambling because of Jesus and stuff. So, um, yeah, so big, big <laughs> game, big game. Uh, Rutgers could because, like I said, we got the Gophers coming up and then at Iowa and then at home against the Wildcats, who we have not beaten since I was a wee lad, it feels like. So, big one. Let's beat Rutgers. Go Burt. Go Hugh, go Illini. Did you say Indiana doesn't have gambling? Correct. No sports. Not in sports. I, I, 
I, I think. Am I wrong? I don't want to call you out, but Rick Fieldsman lives in East Chicago, Indiana, and oh we've literally been in a sports book there. So, so you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it must be an – oh, yeah, I'm way off. You definitely can gamble in Indiana. That's yeah, because Phil, Phil sends the screenshots all the time. Wow. Uh-oh. What was I thinking? I don't know. Wisconsin, you can't do it. Maybe we're thinking yeah. Wisconsin. I'll give Maybe. you that. Okay. All right. You know, if it's not Illinois in the Midwest, I don't care about you, apparently. <laughs> Except if you listen to this show, I love you and I respect you. <laughs> so, Sorry, I didn't so, mean to call you out there, but I no, feel like no. if you're listening, you're very much, especially Rick. Rick would be offended by that. Good point. So, Good point. Yeah. yeah, thank you for, no, you, you should have called me out for that. So thank you so much because <laughs> we want to be factually correct on this show. That is that is one of the staples of this show always. Uh, Brett Bielema, you alluded to in a prior segment called out or may have called out the team or certain elements of the team going into the week. It was a little bit confusing. I think like nationally, they picked up on it a little bit locally, you know, Bernstein and Haw picked up on it because they only talk about Illinois when it's bad, which is funny. And Bernstein actually admitted it, which fine. Thanks for calling yourself a troll. At least now, now I know, (laughs) I know who you are, buddy. Um, the reporters that were that were in that press conference didn't think he was calling out anybody except possibly like Lovey Smith and not necessarily the players. So it's all it's very confusing. Like if you read the quotes, it seemed like he was calling out the offensive line, but then if you read it again, it's like, well, maybe he was saying that like there's not gonna be anybody left after this year except for the guys that he's already brought in. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the case may be, it didn't hurt. So, didn't hurt. so cool if he called out the team or certain elements of the team because they were underperforming. Maybe Matt Nagy should give that a try. Yeah, something different. Yeah, I was cool with it. It worked. Yeah, it, whatever. I think it worked. Yeah, I was just confused because I'm because I'm stupid <laughs> more than anything. I'm like, wait, should I be mad or should I be happy? I don't know. Frank asked me how how he should wager on the game based on the quotes. I didn't have a great answer, and uh, apparently you should have taken Illinois money line. So sorry about yeah. that, Frank. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? Maybe it's Ohio. You can't gamble. No, I no. He gambles on it too. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so rattled by the state that I think you called it correctly. Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Bill. It's definitely Relax. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. all good. We're okay. all good. Okay, all good. Uh, Kofi Coburn, also first team, uh, preseason All-American by the AP. So thank you. Want to know, but it doesn't really count. It was exhibition. Uh, We're amazing. This has been the Big Ten Minute on Zero Doinks. Thank you, Dan, for indulging all of our thoughts. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about other games. (laughs) There's a big one. Michigan, Michigan State. Yep. 11 a.m. time. 11 a.m. time. I don't know why I said it like that. Why is that the early morning game? That's really weird. Yeah. Anticipate better TV people. See, they don't pick the game times until like two weeks out, typically. So they should have seen this one coming. They're both undefeated, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Top why, 10 why matchup. Does the uh, home team have any say in the start time? Like, that would be my only thought is Michigan State uh-huh. wants to play early because Mel Tucker uh, gets a little sleepy at night. <laughs> I don't know. But don't weird. Know. Very strange. Very weird. Michigan's yeah, Michigan State, they're dogs. They're plus they're getting four and a half at home. I'd like Tempting. I'd take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. could be close. At least just grab the points. So I like that. Money line all day, baby, against Jim Harbaugh in a big game. Mully. Speaking of Mully. Mully. It's Harbaugh, you dumbass. Fontbaugh. Fontenbaugh. Harbaugh. <laughs> exactly. All right. I think now it's been the Big Ten minute. Yeah. Dan, We're- go Gophers, go Illini. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Boing, boing, boing. We're at the end here. We're going to wrap this motherfucker up. Bill, I don't know what we want to talk about. I hope we talk about the Chicago Bulls sooner rather than later. But if you've got something red hot, let's hear it. No, let's talk about them right now. They won again tonight, right? Did I see that correctly? They are 5-0 and or 4-0? 4-0. Hottest 4-0. start ever. Hottest start. I think this is the first time they've been 4-0. I saw the graphic since 96-97. So we're obviously lining ourselves up for another championship run. Uh, This might be the best team in the NBA. Everyone laughed at me when I said they're going 82-0. Who's laughing now? We're 4-0. We're well on our way. I was there Saturday night Mm. with Rory Doinks, who's been on here before. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was electric. It feels like the old days at the nice. United Center. It was hot. This team's fun. It's a fun team. They were up big tonight. They went up like 20, 20 some, and they got real close at the end. And I think they ended up winning by three. I don't. I don't think they covered. So no. Sorry if you bet on the Bulls tonight, but uh, they're awesome. They really haven't played anyone good yet, but they have like a run here of like thirteen games where it's all teams that made the playoffs last year so it'll be a real measuring stick for the team that's right absolutely no they're fun to watch i mean ball playing with levine playing with demar you got io off the bench he's he's been kind of sexy in short spurts and they are they are red hot i saw on our uh, on our feed that we have with pat and rory doinks they seem a little down on on our boy uh, Patrick Willem already, but yeah, he, he'll be he'll be all right, right? He's like he's like thirteen years old, so he's <laughs> he's you know let's not let's not give up on him yet, guys. Now, I, yeah, this team is super fun. Um, I love them. I love them. They are they are young and frisky in all the right places. And, and Caruso off the bench is oh, just yeah. fun. Like I don't know who. I don't know anybody who would, wouldn't like that guy, and uh, the the yeah the Bulls crowd chanting MVP when he shoots free throws is is awesome. Like I hope that never stops. He's and I think he's eating it up too. Like he seems to really love the attention. It's like he's in on the joke. But it's they're fun. They're a fun team. They can stay healthy. They'll be they'll be good to go. Uh, did you get on the over? I was pushing oh, the take the I got it. Yeah. I did jump in on the over 43 Good. and a half wins. So Good. um yeah, that would put him if if records were the same as last year, that would put him in the 4 seed. So it's a pretty big jump for them, but looks good so far. Yeah. So far so good. I know I was thinking about that wager this morning actually, wondering what it had changed to. Um I'll have to take a look and see if it's 
Hopefully, it's still there throughout the year, like like I it is know. for for football. Maybe not. We'll find out. Um, once you get on that, Rick. Rick's not going to get on that. He's not. No, he's not. Although he's a big basketball guy now. <laughs> he's he's been throwing out of, some because NBA. Of gra- yeah, because of gray balls. Yes, coming coming at you soon. We're a few weeks away. God, I'm. I'm trying to get into shape by um, walking stairs instead of taking elevators <laughs> for on um, two to three floor buildings. So that's that that's been it. my workout regimen. Yeah, yeah, that should absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good. You've been doing anything to to get loose and limber? Yeah. Hell yeah. Of course. Okay. I'm always in shape. You know me. That's true. You are. <laughs> you absolutely are. Um, I want throw out a few thank yous here i'm sure you have other things on the agenda uh it's it was a special week of surprise arrivals to the bill doink's household uh i want to thank hugh robertson's mom for sending my two kids these unbelievable illini jerseys these hugh Hugh robertson jerseys thank you so much they are beautiful they are orange they are fantastic your timing was great obviously they are good luck and my kids love them they've already been wearing them around the neighborhood and that is fantastic. Uh, also, a trophy arrived this past week, courtesy of Sean from the Hot Ten, care of Frank, for Ooh. Kristen Doink's championship for uh, completing all ten spicy, spicy hot wings a few months ago. We have uh, an episode, if you don't know what we're talking about, mm, it was probably like 13 episodes ago about our escapades in Rosemont, Illinois, with a chicken wing eating contest hosted by Sean and the boys from the Hot Ten. So there is an awesome trophy. It's high quality, and it is sitting on our fireplace mantle right now. No joke. And I don't think it's ever going to leave because Kristen is so proud, as she should be. So thank you, Sean, and thank you, Frank, if you had anything to do with that, buddies. Um, what do you think about that, Dan? That's awesome. I didn't know the trophy was incoming. That's It's very well earned by Kristen Doinks. She's a rock star. She earned every piece of that hot, hot trophy. Oh, it is so hot. I can't wait for you to see it in the flesh. Dan, quick question for you. Have you been all over uh, the Island Boys? This thing that's bouncing around the internet with these two alien-looking people that are hanging out in a hot tub, singing and rapping their asses off. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. I've seen that stuff floating around. I don't know, I don't know what it is or who they are. Do you want? To, I think. Do you know? No, I think everybody's trying to figure that out. I think the answer is like they're people are asking him questions on Instagram Live and TikTok and stuff like that, and the people are like, "What do you do for a living?" And they don't. They're <laughs> like, "We rap," but you can't understand what they're saying. Like, I think they're aliens. I think they're they don't look like human beings. They look, I think somebody said, I can't remember how they described their hair. Like, it's just, they look like, I didn't watch the Rugrats. I think we're a little too old for the Rugrats, but apparently they're a dead ringer for one of them. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll make sense to to people that are younger than us. Um, but I know that song is jammed in my head and will not leave. And I kind of don't want it to. I don't, I don't know the song. Okay. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't. I knew they were rappers, but I feel like I'm in t- I intentionally not trying to listen to this song. I don't know where to find it. Is it like on Spotify? 
I don't know if they're on Spotify. I just, if you just look up Island Boys on Twitter, like just a Twitter search, then it'll fly in your face, all the all the weird videos. Um, you will catch a little bit of their sound in the outro here, Dan. So you'll you'll finally get a little piece of them. Is that their name? Are they the Island Boy? What's their... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I apologize. I don't come with a lot of answers. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, okay. but their song... They just keep repeating Island oh. Boys. And and uh, Kofi had a funny Instagram story because he's from Jamaica, uh, an actual island. And he said, what island are these guys from? Because <laughs> oh, they are not from like they're they're from Mars. OK, they they it's they're probably from like Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Lyle. Yeah. Uh yeah, they're very weird looking. Yeah. What's uh I'm gonna sound like an old man mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Why the jump to the tattoos on the face? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's not uncommon. Like it's a bold, very bold move. Yeah, and the, you'll see like out. You'll see like do you see just people out and about every once in a while, just like a random face tattoo, and it's like whoa, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. Is that that's just an old guy thing, or is it like? I feel like that's when you kind of you kind of cross a line when you're just got just rocking like you know the word like nutsack like underneath your eyes. It's like mm-hmm. uh, that's a big jump. That that specific example is quite is quite the jump. Yes, that that would be that. Uh, well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's, it's probably an old, an old guy thing. I, I don't know. I don't understand it either. And I'm very old, very ugly, and I have no, I have no ink on any of my skin because I'm way too soft for that. Um, I've, I've, I've often thought about a tattoo, and then I've never thought of like a good enough idea. So, you know, help me out there, Dan. If you come up with something great, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get something etched on some part of my body <laughs> well i mean just off the top of my head it feels like a cornish ends right in your wheelhouse mm-hmm. um i mean i'm a i i've tattoos i'm a tattoo guy but the face oh my god yeah what yeah i just it looks like shit like mm-hmm. it i don't i don't know i don't get it i don't get it i don't know that it could be properly explained to me bold move you got to find these guys though it's it's all the rage on the on the interwebs it it will put your head in a pretzel that is is hard to untangle so uh, i hope you uh hope you appreciate their their beautiful music as much as i do and and apparently the entire world wide web does Uh, i just hope these guys don't make money off of it because they're so bad like it's not even they don't even deserve to accidentally get money because i feel like Uh, it's just going to go to other face tattoos are they twins? I don't know. I they they look like definitely brothers. I don't know if they're twins. One of them's their wearing names, bull shorts. In, their in names the are yeah. <laughs> their names are Fly Soldier and okay. Kodiak Red, but it's spelled very very oddly. They're twin Florida Island Boys. Florida is not an island. Ah, oh, that's perfect, though. 
Florida. Absolutely perfect. No offense to our <laughs> Florida listeners. But I think oh, you might agree is, also. This is, oh, it's uh, Kodiak Red. Used used to be known as Red 2D's 4X or Red underscore 4X. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like uh, like a baby mashing a keyboard just came up with these fucking names here. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. I'm not They're sure. They're trying too uh, hard. They're trying too hard. But is it That's working? You're we're fucking talking about it right now, so it must yeah. be working. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know, but I just can't wait for you to to hear their beautiful voices, Dan. They're okay. incredible singers and I love them. Oh good. Well, I'm happy for you and uh yeah. I'll I'll mock up a Cornish hen tattoo for you to get on your on your uh forehead. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that. Uh, thank you, like I said, to Hugh's mum. Thank you to Sean. Thank you to Frank. Thank you to Coach Cuse and Rick Fieldsman for uh, your wonderful help on the new opening tune of this episode that Dan also Ooh. hasn't heard, so he's in for a little bit of a treat. Hot. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening, especially given the state of the Chicago Bears currently and forever, apparently. Dan... <laughs> Thanks for being here to give me a warm hug. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for trying to light my soul with your voice and your music. And I won't set myself on fire yet in Naperville. No, we've got we got 10 more games to talk about here, oh, Dan. Oh, Jesus Christ. 10 <laughs> more games. All right. I yeah. love it. It's we can great. do it. We'll yeah. get it done. Bears are going to go on a hot streak starting this Sunday against San Francisco. Go Bears! We love you and we hate you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Go Bears. Happy Halloween. sound amazing darren well i'm fucking half cut so it's, 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 a, it's a good friday to be i also have a trout pond still going in my pants apparently yeah. thanks matt nagy <laughs> i i'ma just island boy i'ma just island boy i'ma get keyword going you're gonna keep that gun he dressed up like a clown for them with his face paint white
dreams of mine. Someday you will try to run up the score so high. I'll follow you into the dark. Our fans now cry. I'll peck in the stand so high. Our nerves and patience fried, waiting for a hint of a spark. If Nagy and Pace decide that they both are satisfied, few achievements known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. School, the Buckeyes' old horseshoe. Fields got his rib cage bruised, and Pace waiting it back. Ignore Wilson, and he told me, son, I'll trade up for JF1 and get the fans off my back. If Nagy and Pace decide that they both are satisfied. Known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. In year five, Matt's goal is to survive. His playbook can't be revived. Can he even tie his own shoe? cheer about cause we'll lose again soon with the play calling buffoon Maggie and Pace decide that they hope mother is satisfied and few achievements known but their careers have climbed if there's no chance to score You've ruined all my 